hello, and happy new year, and welcome to Unexplained Possibilities Podcast. I'm your host, Melvin the Crimson Taurus, and unfortunately, Niema can't be here. She's busy helping a few aliens escape from Area 51. But, as you know, if I'm live, I'm not alone, and today is no different. Joining me this evening are a couple of cool people who worked on episode 1 and episode 2 of a show I've been reviewing called It Feels Evil. They've had their own experiences as well, and they're the hosts of the Paranormal Empath podcast. If you don't know who I'm talking about, you're about to know. Please welcome Kimberly Suda and Dorian Gravestone. Hello. Hi. Hi, Melvin. Oh, that was country. <laughs> Sorry. That was, where did that I come from? I don't know what happened. I think... Melvin? Okay. Uh, it's a weird day. We start over. It's okay. Hi. Hello and welcome aboard. Well, we are in Texas, so... We are in Texas. Okay, so... Thank you for having us on the show. Well, thank you for coming on. So, this is awesome. I really wasn't expecting anyone who actually worked on something I was reviewing to contact me, and... I'm quite happy I was a little bit nicer than I normally am on something, <laughs> so. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, I was just saying, no, it was good. Thank you for having us. I, I know I messaged you on um, on YouTube because I actually came across your videos, and I think they were well done, and so that's kind of why I yep. commented and was like. We enjoyed them. We enjoyed them and, you know, agreed with some of the stuff you said, but also we wanted to give you some, uh, you know, behind the scenes talk if you wanted to have us on and and you did which is awesome because i love behind the scenes stuff I, who doesn't everyone wants to know the little secret sometimes yeah it was actually i have to say the behind the scenes is probably more exciting than the show i shouldn't say that but <laughs> i can edit true. that out yeah. if you want no it's it's, it's fine good. i mean i'm I, I love absolutely love montana jordan i think she's a star that's gonna shine no matter what but you know they're all the talent were nice, really. I mean, yeah, the team no, was great. Yeah, all the talent was really nice, for sure. But I'm just saying, like, you know, there was some exciting stuff that nobody saw. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of disappointing. <laughs> it's par for the course. Well, I mean, most of the time, Andrew and I actually were, you know, because we were just PAs on this um, this show. But um, so we were mostly just set outside with the craft table and the equipment. And so, uh, it was kind of fun though, because we, the whole town came up to it, like literally I mean, it's such a small town Yeah. that everybody driving by, it's like right along main street, the, the hospital. And so everybody driving by had to pull over and, and give us their story about the hospital, which is yeah. kind of interesting. And we kind of had to be like, sorry, you know, we're filming right now, but you know, so you guys you know. can know they're talking about, uh, Yorktown Memorial hospital in it's about which, two hours from san antonio yeah which mm-hmm. was which in san antonio based. san antonio was black swan in that's what it okay which is the, the next episode yeah that's second episode that's mm-hmm. what it was okay but yeah they're they're, they're we're close by we're close enough it's literally a one-horse town though and there's got a really really creepy vibe to it just the whole town and i shouldn't well should i not say that <laughs> but um I mean, I kind of agree with, we weren't actually aware of that whole thing about how the the dark vibes or dark energy was spreading throughout the town. They never really discussed that mm-hmm. with us, but I have to say I agree. Yeah. And um, so we got to talk to some of the people that had actually been in the hospital previously and got on tours. And there was one woman that spoke to us <clears throat> that lived across the street. You want to tell them what happened to that? 
Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Does he have questions first? Oh, well, no, yeah. let's hear this. <laughs> if, hey, if you can, if you're able don't to yap it? and I'm able to be quiet, that's awesome. So, yes, say it. What, what's Very up? Cool. We can yap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can. Yeah. That's cool. But yeah. So we. So like I said, we're. So if people don't know. You know, production assistants are out there. They're kind of just. You know, we help out with whatever they need us to do. So you have. You know, uh, we'll help out with. You know. Whatever. So anything. Not important. I know. Move to the good stuff. Well, some people are not film <laughs> people, so they need to know. Well, we were just basically set outside, literally right by the road. Yeah, and so, and so they saw us. They saw cameras, and they came over and like the one woman came over and she said that she heard um crying there late at night like mm-hmm. from the hospital mm-hmm. and then she told us that her i think it was her grandmother and her aunt had gone on one of the tours back when they were doing tours i think they're doing those again but um that something grabbed her grandmother's hand mm-hmm. and like held it the whole time throughout the hospital kind of like if a little kid was going to hold your hand or something mm-hmm Everybody had stories. It was mm-hmm. like the whole town had knows about the hospital, has been in the hospital. Yeah. And if you, I think there's a book on it. Did you hear, did you see that or have you looked at that yourself? Mm, I, I didn't know there was a book. That's Yeah, that's a- we saw it, I think, at some point on the shoot. And it tells like about like the supposed evil, there was an evil um, doctor who supposedly did experiments on his patients and dismembered body parts and burned them in the basement incinerator. Um, you yeah. can still see the blood. I don't think they ended up putting that on the show, but you can still see the blood splatters on the wall in the basement from the triple murder suicide. That was, yeah, that was the murder suicide. Was that on the show? I can't remember. Not on their show. I think it was on Ghost Hunt yeah, or Ghost Adventures. That one was on Ghost Adventures. I, I brought mm-hmm. that one up. But the doctor, was it the same one who, who I think he slit someone's throat? Oh, this sounds so dark. Jeez. I know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so somebody went in just for a general, like, uh, like a general surgery on their i don't know if they had a sore throat or i don't know what they're doing something around that area taking thyroid something like that and ended up getting a full slit throat Mm, i hadn't (laughs) heard about that one and so um you know and the nuns kind of just went along with it and just kind of you know or they i don't know it was just almost like they liked torturing people or they just kind of like did a little extra than they should have well, there's an inordinate amount of deaths in a short period of time, which yeah. is why they got shut down. Mm-hmm. I think it was like over 2,000 deaths. 2,000 deaths <laughs> in eight years, I believe. And so finally, like the hospital committee or whatever in around like surrounding areas down. was like, uh, what's going on? So, and, <laughs> and you know, there was another hospital that opened up nearby oh, right. that took their business anyway. So mm-hmm. it was like both. It was like. Well, and also I wanted to tell you, um, so. I'm actually really pretty, like I'm a spiritual person, but I've always been pretty skeptical about ghosties, Mm -hmm. (laughs) not very nice to say, but uh, energies like that or dark entities or anything. Mm -hmm. I've never personally experienced it. And so I went into doing the show kind of like, like I wasn't scared at all. I was like, oh, it's just a bunch of BS. (laughs) Like they probably do a bunch of little, you know, special effects and tricks. And so I was like, I actually picked up the editor from um, the audio editor from the airport. And so the whole time on the drive, I was quizzing him. I'm like, so are you guys doing any tricks? What do you do? And <laughs> come to find out that everything's like real above board, real legit. Yeah. They don't do anything mm-hmm. that is made up. And of course, you know, there's always the, you know, editing a certain way and music and everything to in- make it more enticing. But 
no, it was all everything that happened is, yeah, yeah, happened. And then of course our own personal experience with it. So I had my first paranormal experience on the job. Yeah. And I actually, I got, I got called to do the show and I was like, well, do they, do they need, um, uh, another assistant? Um, and so they kind of was like, yeah, actually we do need a second assistant. And so Kimberly's my bestie and we were, we've been talking about trying to help each other get gigs and stuff in town. So I was like, Oh, let me call her. She doesn't seem like she'd be afraid of that stuff. Um, and then she's like, no, I don't believe in that. And I was like, okay, well then come, we'll, we'll come and you can make some money and work on a show and we'll have fun. And, uh, I went in believing cause I've had a lot of stuff happen to me in the past, but I didn't ex- really expect it. I just was like, oh, okay, it's just a hospital, whatever. It's a show. And the kind of in the back of my mind, it was kind of the same thing. We kind of was like, mm, let's see how reality shows are mm-hmm. because we have worked on reality shows before and producers kind of coax the audience to say things or certain situations they'll recreate. So it was kind of like not really reality. So we were kind of just like not sure what to expect. But like Kimberly said, we were happy to be like, oh, OK, what happened happened. And it was real like they didn't fake anything. So I was like, so yeah. really, so I was like, happy. I was relieved. Let's I was just like, say I started out a skeptic and ended up not sleeping for three days after the shoot. <laughs> yeah. It was a little effed up. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes it, it, you got slapped hard. So there you go. But look at you now. Well, Andrew got Andrew got burned a little more than me. Let's just say that. So do you want to hear the story? What happened to us? Oh, please. So let's tell him the story. Okay, Andrew. okay. She's so excited. No, okay, I love it. We no. we do have a we do have certain points of contention. Just fair warning. Don't you dare! <laughs> I'm, I'm daring. Just kidding. <laughs> no. So, okay. Hold on. So first, so first, it started with me. Well, first of all, let's just say it was like midnight. Yes. Typical, right? Like you you think that's made up, but it's true. It was like it was like almost right at midnight, and we were sitting outside by mm. the craft table again, which is like, um basically right next to the chain link fence that went parallel to the, what was it? The West wing, if you will. I think of the so. Hospital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the wings are there. And so between us where the fence was and the building was probably like 30, 20 to 30 feet. And it was all like overgrown grass and like a big tree and all mm-hmm. that. So we're on the other side of that on gravel in the parking lot. Yeah. And like the whole base camp set up. So you have like the, um, you know, cameras and, and like everywhere that are just waiting to be used or tripods, mm-hmm. um, lighting equipment. Um, and so we kind of. So we're just chilling out. We're chilling, babysitting that stuff, making yeah. sure nobody steals that. It was late. We were probably munching on something. Like there was, wasn't really anything for us to do. And it was the first time that the whole crew besides us was inside shooting. Mm-hmm. So or, we had no clue what they were doing. They were totally inside. They didn't inform us at all. We didn't know anything at, at the beginning of that. <laughs> So we're sitting out there and then all of a sudden, like the light that we had a camera light set up that was running on a Jenny and the camera light went off. No, it was actually a, it was a floodlight. A floodlight, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm just calling camera light. Okay. But, um. No, it was a big floodlight that illuminated the parking lot where we were. Right. So it went, it was running on it. It was attached to a Jenny and the Jenny went out, right? No. Or the light went out. The light went out. Did the Jenny go out too? No. Sorry. That's the weird thing. So (laughs) the light went out. And then it was like pitch black, like mm-hmm. it wasn't like a, a, a full moon or anything. So it was pretty pitch black after that. And then I think, and we forget like kind of the sequence of things because it was a lot of like high stress and it was more, you know, you what you can't convey is like how the energy felt. And let's just say it was like just weird energy, mm-hmm. very not good, very yeah. dark. And we were scared. Well, you pretty were, scared. I don't know where you were at first. You were 
doing an errand or well, we something were... and you were in the restroom because I heard – well, first of all, I heard the bushes. Like I heard a noise in like kind of near the building. Like I heard like before rustling I got there? before you got there. Oh, I didn't know that. That's when I came up to you and said, did you hear that noise? And you were like, no, what? Don't don't mess with me. Well, no, that was before everything started happening though because remember I stood up and got dizzy first, I think. But that was after – yeah. So, I mean, like I said, the sequence is mm-hmm. a little out of order probably, but – yeah. At some point, I stood up and was dizzy, like, immediately, just, like, this real, like, after the light went out. Yeah. And, like, a little woozy. And Andrew's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I don't know. I just got just, like, literally, like, a two-second, just really woozy. And then it was gone. And then I think, is that when you started hearing the noise? Um, yeah. Then I started hearing rustling in the bushes. Um, but it wasn't just, like, an animal just hopping through the grass. It was, like, really hard. Like, if somebody was, like purposefully trampling trampling on like grass and sticks and like twigs and trying to break them um and then it progressively got louder it stopped for a little bit and then i kind of was like hello hello and that's when i started taking the pictures on my phone yeah you took but that was before the light went out i had to have been before the light went out oh no that was yeah well that's what i'm saying is the, so before we, I, we heard, I heard the noise before the light mm-hmm. went out and then the light went out because i had already taken the pictures by then See, I don't think you told me. Sorry, we're still like kind of sorting things out. But no, this uh, it sounds like two friends. Like, well, no, it happened like this. You know. <laughs> well, she was doing her own thing, and I was doing my own thing too at first. And then we kind of like once started things getting dark and like kind of weird. And then then we kind of like that's when we kind of scrambled together. And then she felt dizzy. And then then we heard more noises. And so I think at some point before I heard the noises, I said, okay, well, let's do a prayer of protection. This is the this is the part we always argue about. So I said a little prayer, and I like imagine you know like the bright white golden light like surrounding us this in a is, circle of light. And this is after you heard the noises, though. Was I, it after? I think it was before. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. Okay, whatever. But so then I did the prayer, and Andrew's like, Andrew work. stepped out of my circle, and he goes, "I don't want." He's like, "I don't want that." He's like, "I want the ghost to come out here and pick." me up and make me fly i did not say that i swear to god he said that. Oh, wow. no i said i said can you really, no i i stepped out and you're like don't step out of the circle he stepped out of the circle and then you were like because i don't know because you were like don't step out of the circle and i was like what kimberly it's not like they're gonna grab my legs and like make me fly and throw me around well either way the point is he stepped out of the circle which will come back to light what happened later yeah so then then I think that's when I started hearing the noises too. Mm-hmm. And to me, it sounded like somebody, like Andrew said, like we had seen like stray cats and stuff or in, earlier that day. And, you know, I mean, the sound of an animal running through the brush is not what we heard. It sounded to me like somebody breaking giant branches over their knee repeatedly. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, holy cow. Mm-hmm. I moved further out into the parking lot. And because, you know, I've seen horror films. <laughs> Andrew's like, no, let's go closer. I was going to go be like, hello, hello, who's there? I actually thought it was one of the maybe camera guys or crew members. Yeah, he was over, hello? I'm like, Andrew, there's nobody there. I was the like white guy. It's pitch black. You would have seen a camera light. You would have heard the guys talking. Like nobody was over there. But like in the back of my mind, I kind of was like, oh, maybe they're playing a trick on us or something. No, like they have time for that. I know. Yeah, who would play a trick like that? I know when you're when you're scared, you kind of just think of rationalities like, okay, well, what if it's this? What if it's that? Yeah, so he's over there, and I'm just like, this is not good. No, and then we heard scraping like you did. wood. I didn't hear that. 
And it's almost, it was almost like if somebody had boarded up windows, which they were, were boarded up windows, and if somebody was trying to, like, break them off or, like, scrape them off or, like, kind of, like, shake them. And so that's when I kind of went back. And you're like, Andrew, get over here. And I was like, okay. Then I finally was like, okay, that's weird. But he also saw an orb in the yes. tree. I saw a light anomaly fly from the building out into the tree. And we actually caught one of those on camera. We have it on live, we did. Uh, live video. Mm-hmm. And I, then, but I asked you, I said, are there lightning bugs on this yes, area? Yes, he came back. Is it a, <laughs> there, uh, yeah, the fireflies? I'm like, Andrew, there's no fireflies around. There was none. There was none. Like, this is the only one I saw. So that was kind of weird. It's not a firefly. Well, you know, we're trying to debunk yeah, it. So we were like, okay, but there were no other fireflies that whole night. There and were it wasn't no other fireflies. Really? There was nothing else out there, there really. Was nothing. But um, we did see, uh, like I said, this was a little bit later, the photos that he caught. And one of the photos shows um, the light anomaly exiting that same part of the building. Yeah. And it was kind of bluish, a bluish light that was emitting its own light source. Mm-hmm. Oh. It was coming out of the darkness. So it wasn't, it wasn't a reflection of one of the lights in the parking lot. It was coming out of the darkness. You know, if you have, do you have an iPhone? Uh, no, I do not. Okay, well, an iPhone, it's something called Live Photo, and what it does, it kind of takes like a couple seconds before and after your photo and makes like a small, kind of like a GIF. Yeah, small video. Um, or it's, like ten, it's like 10 frames. Yeah, 10 frames. Um, so you can like just say somebody moved and you can go back in there and edit and like pick the frame that looks the best. It's just, I guess, for editing reasons. So you can press and hold so it can, and that's when you can see the video play. Yeah, and so then when you do that, I mean, there was this weird squiggly line. I'm like, wait, what's that? It doesn't match the light source that it was, you know. So then if you press and hold that live video, uh, you can see it coming out of the darkness right there. And That same wing. Mm-hmm. So so then I think at that point, well, before the orb, but at that point after we started hearing more noises and he yeah. saw that light anomaly, which I think is a different one than we have on the camera. But um, <clears throat> that's when I think the one of the producers finally came out. And then well, no, first I have my, my, my ankles. I think that was after she came out actually, because oh, really? we moved up. We were talking to her in the parking lot. Cause I remember showing her my ankles too. Mm-hmm. Well, do you want to tell that part then? Yeah, sure. Um, well, okay. So Kimberly said she felt, um, um, dizzy and then she gets up and we do the prayer thing and then I kind of step out of the circle and then she uses the restroom and then when I sit down, I started feeling, uh, there's a porta potty right there. So she. I thought you were in the middle of the parking lot when that happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I sat down because I had pain. Oh. And okay. so then I was like, and then when you came back, I'm like, can really like. So what I started feeling was was my whole lower body, like the whole lower half of my legs, started burning really bad, like they're on fire, and um. It was really a weird feeling, like just if I felt hot, and I was like, "Why don't my feet, feet like my lower, like my leg was from my thighs all the way down to my ankles?" I'm like, "Oh, I feel like like burning, like somebody's holding up a, like a like a tiny match to my you know whole lower body." I was like, "This is really weird." So then I sat down and looked at my ankles, and there's like there's like a, like a bite, like a bite mark on my like one of my ankles, and the they other one. They look like bite marks, but they're not ant bites. And there was nothing. So I remember it happened. What we were standing side by side next to each other in the parking lot. It's just gravel, maybe a couple teeny little patches of stray grass. So it's not like there were like there wasn't an ant hill around us. Nothing I like that. I even looked around. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, there was nothing crawling on me. I kind of and I didn't get affected like at all, so it was just really weird. And so, my theory is because he stepped outside of the. <laughs> I knew circle. it was going to come back to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but then, because then I and then I, and then I looked, and I was like, I looked up what ant bites looked like, and they totally looked. They didn't look well, like I've that. I've had ant bites, and yeah, it didn't yeah. look like. So an it was just some interesting thing, though. Is it well, one of you, if you did say, um, grab your legs or toss you around or something like that. I mean, if it is paranormal, they grabbed your legs and they did something. They sure did. They sure did. So. Um, because, and it's funny because, you know, if you did have an ant bite or insect bite, um, you would feel the pain of impact, like where they actually bit you. I didn't feel like I actually was bit. So that's why I got confused because I'm like, I would have felt it bite me. And then my whole leg would have, you know, felt pain. But I just felt like this complete warmth, like hotness like like in even you know like it was like even it wasn't like oh at this point you felt the bite like so, an inception point yeah there wasn't an inception point so it was that's also a weird thing so i was kind of like oh that's kind of freaky you made somebody <laughs> mad <It's> so freaky. <laughs> so, i did he sure did yeah well then so here's the i mean this is what was crazy is so them literally right then with all this happening and again like explaining it to you is not as heightened and like stressful as it was in the moment so we were both like really and both of us had chills and like oh my god you know just totally freaking out and then the producer one of the producers exits the building and she comes over and talks to us and we're like oh my god you're not gonna believe what's happened so we tell her what's been happening and she was like oh my god she was like we were just performing a conjuring of the evil spirit in that exact like parallel like or you know what i mean direct line of sight to like they were in that section of the building right next to where we were essentially Mm-hmm. And they were on a different floor, so we didn't even hear them there. Like, well, it's br- I mean, it's stone. You couldn't hear anything inside mm-hmm. the building anyway. So we didn't know what they were doing. And yeah, she's like, okay, yeah, they were just summoning something. Um, so then they went and they grabbed Montana and the team. And um, Montana investigated like outside the building where we were hearing things. Yeah, she stopped and talked to us for a little bit, and we told her what happened. And she's like, okay, let me check. And then she she did say she did speak to an entity out there. Yes. Mm -hmm. So she goes um, through the little gate, goes in the grass area, and with the producer. And I think they had a camera. I think they did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's probably in the behind the scenes somewhere Mm -hmm. on the editing room. But they had her talking to like the grass and the area. And she did say that she did speak with something that was very agitated, did not like what they were doing in there and got pissed off. So I think, yeah, they were basically stirring it all up on the inside of the building. And then I think it was just like it basically was bleeding out into Mm -hmm. the parking lot where we were and things might have been. I mean, I think that's what my theory is that that blue light we saw was just like probably a nicer entity that didn't want to be around all that drama and was just Mm -hmm. like, I'm taking off. Yeah, Yeah. that's uh, (laughs) totally possible. And yeah, just you were at the wrong place at the wrong time or maybe the right place (laughs) at the right time, depending on how you look at it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And what's cool is, so like I said, Andrew got all those photos and then, which we have to go back to one of the key photos, but like that same uh, light anomaly, the same color, same size, everything like uh, photos a little bit later, we saw that same um, entity like hovering by Montana outside the Yeah, it was a couple minutes later. We, We were, they were at the entrance. It was near the end of the episode where... Like right before Montana's binding the hospital. So it was right before they did that. So it was like right when they were doing like the lot, like the, I guess the 
the last of the binding. So it was right before they went in to do that. They were filming that part, and me and Kimberly were just in the back. Like, I don't know if we were holding cable or doing something. We like, were doing something. Then we, we were mostly just watching. We were just watching because they didn't need us at that moment. And so then I was just taking pictures around the area. And, yeah, so we got that light anomaly exiting. And then a couple minutes later, you can see it come back in frame. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like over Montana. So it's almost like it was came back and was curious what, yeah. what they were doing. And we told her that. And she's like, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, we love her so much. I, I have to say, Montana did grow on me after watching the show. Um, yeah, she grew on me. Um, she's, she's awesome. Let me just tell you a little story about Montana. Oh, like yeah. the first thing that, you know, because I didn't get a chance really much to talk to her in the very beginning. You know, everyone's working and doing their thing. And But at one point, mind you, like I was the only like in, the, in terms of like PA or doing physical work. I was the only female. And, um, so at one point I had to carry something heavy. I don't know. Was it sandbags? And so I'm like barely, I'm like huffing, carrying these huge sandbags. And mind you, there's like, you know, a bunch of guys all around me. Nobody offers to help. Montana walks by me. She's like, Oh, do you need some help? I'm like, you know, and I mean, I know better than to ask talent for help with something like that. But just the fact that she offered, you know, that's like really unusual. She's really sweet. Oh yeah. That was nice. Dorian, Mm -hmm. where were you at? Uh, <laughs> I was actually inside. Uh, yeah. Um, I think pulling cable or like holding, you know, like so. There's like big, big, like fat cables, like that they plug in to like have power and like a generator to power all the cameras. And and so what you don't see is that there are other cameramen besides the three, like Patrick Scott, oh, of course, Patrick yeah. Scott and um, Tim all have like little handheld cameras, but um, they have actual like travel channel camera guys filming them and so then those guys have to be plugged into power and batteries and all that stuff and so there's like cable on the floor like throughout the hospital so at some point it's like me and Kimberly had to go inside the hospital for a little while and like you know I hated being inside there it was it's so oppressive yeah it's I had to walk in there once by myself and it was already dark and or was it dark I can't remember getting I think it was maybe just like sunset-ish but it was still a little light outside but I walked 15 feet into that place by myself and you feel like you're getting sucked into a black hole yeah I reckon the yeah I reckon the energy would be a bit all over the place because of the history I Mm -hmm. I still don't think it's demonic but you know that's something else yes yeah, I, I don't know, but it's really either, dark. It's, it's really, really dark. dark, but I it's don't know. also an old building, and it's probably moldy, and it was just dank and humid, and it was hot. So it was kind of all those things combined. I mean, I don't really believe in demons anyway, like in a religious sense, but I like the Montana would say interdimensional beings. So there could be some really dark interdimensional beings there. Yeah, it there. could be negative energy because yeah, I, of, you know, especially what happened. Stuff, I, I would so, say yeah, like negative said, I energy, but I, you know, unfortunately, when when we say demonic entities, like, and this is because of a lack of knowledge on all our parts, we don't know what's on the other side until we go there. Um, sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> un- unfortunately, you know, demons tend to be the big bads, and that is one of my major criticisms with Tim. Away from the show, it's just Tim in general, mm-hmm. and he's not a believer in. I guess human spirit staying behind or something like that. He's more of a believer in evil entities per se. And, Mm. you know, so that's, that was actually one of my criticisms about the show, but yeah, that place is, 
it, it, it's interesting. It looks like it has an interesting energy. It's not somewhere I would go. Well, I don't go anywhere. I don't do investigations. <laughs> so in my book, you two are crazy brave. But. <laughs> Thank you. But, yeah. I mean, and and it and normally and it was just and then just that whole ambiance because, you know, like the town, like you said, this town's way out in the middle of nowhere. It's a really It's probably weird. less than like a thousand people, two thousand yeah, people or less in that definitely. whole town. Um, we had no cell service at it's all. Like the only time we could get in cell service was at the restaurant oh, with Wi-Fi. Gosh, so it was kind of scary because it's like, well, I can't contact anybody at home. It's in this like little town. It's just like. Very interesting, but just kind of this. I guess it kind of added to the ambiance. Feels like a Twilight Zone episode. It does. It feels like a little Twilight Zone. But the people were very nice. I will say that. I was going to so say it's a Scooby Doo <laughs> episode, but Twilight Zone works better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We were the only Scooby Doo. I mean, Andrew and I, when we're anywhere on set, we're definitely Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, we we. But like, I kind of you know what you said about Tim and stuff, and so Tim was very nice off set. He's super um, nice guy. All of them were very nice. Um, but I I do. You know, um, I kind of agree with you. It's like when you say they're only looking for demons, you kind of limit what else is out there. For sure. Um, and so that, but that's. And that's, we weren't really aware of that on the shoot. Exactly. Of course, they don't communicate with us. They don't anything. tell us that. They just say, you're going to yeah. work on this day and this day, and you're mm-hmm. going to do this and this. And, and you just, we would overhear things. So one of the interesting things, and we talked to Montana about it that happened that to me was like total affirmation that this is real is that the camera, I think he was the, the DP actually, right? Um, uh, he was one of the DP. Yeah, yeah. I think he was the DP. So All right, wait, 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 real one. quick. Uh, DP. What, what is that? Director of photography? I'm sorry. Yes. So he's basically in control of all the camera movements. So he was running camera one and then there was a second camera as well. And um, so at one point, and I think this was after our incident, I do believe, right, Andrew? Yes, this was later So, on. But it was that same night when everything was happening. And he, like, essentially, like, this is, again, what I heard. So it's third party, but he quit the show. Like, the first thing we heard was that he quit. Like, something happened to him during that time, like, around the same conjuring or a little bit after something happened to him. And he refused to go back in there. Well, he did stay shooting on the show for episode two, but he wouldn't go inside anymore. Yeah. So, he he was... Um... He was, I mean, I was with him when he sat down next to us, or me, I don't know, I think he went to go. Oh, yeah, Andrew tried to do his little, like, investigation. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind of wanted to ask him a couple of questions, because I, um, he, he was, um, I was going to say, how do I say this? Um, hold on, <laughs> I'm sorry, my earphones came off. So, the crew is so busy, you know, they're not there to really, you know be super friendly or be your friend and stuff. So that they're kind of in work mode. So I will say that there a lot of people and this is in general on film sets. And they're from LA and, and they're from we're LA, from Texas. Texas. So and we're, there's definitely like like you feel like, you know, how do I say this nicely? <laughs> I know. I was like, he wasn't the friendliest person to me. Yeah. Um but so then when he came out and he was really freaked out about something and he really like he calmed down and his demeanor was like very changed. I could totally see that difference. And then he kind of and then it was funny because after that he was a little bit more calm and like more mm-hmm. like 
a little bit nicer to everybody. And it's also worth noting that this is a guy who's worked on like, you know, he's been in the, if I can't remember specifically, so I'm exaggerating, but like the wilds of Africa and Brazil, like he's worked on, I think survivor. He's been, he's been through some rough stuff. And so, but something happened to him that scared him literally so much. And I know that he's Catholic, he's Hispanic. So he's from Puerto Rico. mm -hmm. And so he wouldn't tell anybody what he saw. He didn't even tell Montana. He didn't even tell Montana what he saw, but he asked, she smudged him. Yeah. He asked her Mm -hmm. at the, you know, afterwards, well, they had to take a break. They said, cut, he left. He had to. He like came out of there, and then he just was like, I, "I can't go back in." So he asked Montana, "Can you do like a a little prayer with me? Yeah. And is it okay if we do this?" And so that was very interesting. And I felt sorry, and I felt really sad that that he felt like that. But it was just kind of like I'm still dying to know what happened to him. I know. So I was just trying to be like, "So are you okay? What happened?" He's like, <laughs> "I don't want to talk about it." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> No problem. Yeah, he didn't tell anybody <laughs> from what we could tell. And then when he – then Kimberly, I don't think – you didn't go to Black Swan, did you? Mm-mm. No. I, so then I went to Black Swan the next day and he did a lot of the exterior shots, the drone shots, um, stuff outside. He did mm-hmm. not go inside mm-hmm. at all. Cool. But before we get any further, we have to – to me, the most impactful – evidence that we got when we were there and to me like the the proof in the pudding if you will is again this is my perception but i think we caught a ghost nun on camera well andrew did when he was saying he was over there getting those photos before the light went out you can clearly see i don't know if you happen to see that on he posted the photo on our facebook page but you can see definitely a profile of a woman and the way her hair is it looks like it's kind of going back like a habit and um i have shown that to several people who are very sensitive to you know just energy and spirits and things like that. And one of my friends, I mean, I've known her for like, you know, 20 years and she's like, she looked at that photo the second she saw it and she goes, that woman is evil. And, um, the interesting thing about it though, is that again, back to the live, uh, live photo on, on, um, iPhone for those of you that are familiar with that. So when you go into, so you can see it and it looks like basically it's almost like noise. There wasn't fog but it looks like fog like around the like camera a, like a mist and so yeah like a mist and like she you can see her face in that and but when you go into the um edit mode and you look through every keyframe including the the keyframe the set keyframe which she should be on should be just a replica she's not there so she's not on any of the keyframes yeah so it's yeah and She's when not you there at hit, <laughs> yeah, and then when you hit cancel, there she appears again. So it's almost like we, I don't know, like caught her between keyframes. Yeah, or, it's almost like caught her in between a picture. I don't know. But it's the weirdest it's so thing, weird. and I want to show it to someone that's like really technical because it mm-hmm. shouldn't, from an editing standpoint, that shouldn't be possible. Yeah, um, that's pretty crazy. That's rad. <laughs> it's I mean, really cool. And, and, it's, and it's more than just the the oh, it just you know two spots that looks like eyes. It's more than that, you know. No, it's le- it's the. Le- and she's like we we went back to the hotel room after the whole experience and we went through the photos and Andrew's like oh my god look at this and that I mean I didn't even tell you what it was I said just look oh yeah no I mean the second you see it and that's why I couldn't sleep and also like the last thing they told us which I think they kind of mentioned on the show is that one of the entities or the entity that they were trying to conjure or talk to said that we what they told us at the time was I'm going to follow you home the and EV- I'm going to kill you. Yeah. The EVP told um, them that 
Mm-hmm. Um, it wants to follow us home. And so then I saw that when we saw her, I mean, I could not get her out of my head. And Andrew sent me the photo because I wanted to send it to some other friends and stuff. And um, and I felt like I was I felt like I was in the ring, you know, the movie The Ring. And I was mm-hmm. like passing on this evil to them. <laughs> I was just like, really, that haunted me for days. You I'm know, sorry. Um, what's scary about that is you're not too far off. Uh, <laughs> that can happen. Really? Oh. Yes. Um, it has to do with creating a type. It, it's a weird thing. It's still theoretical, um, but it's creating a type of bridge where you believe in that energy and you empower it, and it mm-hmm. almost comes to you. It could track you, almost. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, I mean, that's what it felt like. I didn't even want her on my phone, and she, now she's in my Google Photos. But the second, like, I, like dump it to show somebody or whatever and then like I delete it off my phone though because I just I don't like her being on there yeah. and the other weird thing I will have to show you this later um because I can send it to you as a video like we were talking about yes so yeah. I, we took this one photo in the room and I think it was that same day but during the day right it was during the day and we went through and just took photos of like this wheelchair in the corridor and then this room that just looks like an apocalypse you know <laughs> but what's weird about it and i didn't notice this till i pressed the live video is that there's a window and in the window it looks like there's like a storm going on outside oh. like the trees yeah. are blowing like massively but at the time there was like no wind it was just a hot oppressive day mm-hmm. and but when you see that video it looks like there's a, a massive storm oh it's so weird it's yeah. weird and, and there's noise in it too that makes no sense Correct. Remember? There's like a weird noise and you didn't and you just snapped your photo, took a flash. Yeah, I just took a regular photo, took a yeah, and I was so I said to Andrew when I noticed that, which was recently, and I was like, Do you remember it being windy? He's like, No, like it wasn't at all. Especially like that, it was like a hurricane. Like yeah, not hurricane. that windy. I mean, maybe <laughs> like a tiny little breeze, but not enough. It looked like the trees were swaying back and forth. It it's was just bizarre. Weird. <laughs> yeah, I'll send that to you if you want to see it. Oh heck yes. Um Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys have some yeah, experience. I can send you photos and stuff. That, that yeah, is... it was crazy. I mean, it was really kind of cool, but also scary. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, well, for you, I, I could, I can imagine it's super scary because you're coming in somewhat as a skeptic, and now your whole world yeah. has been blown up. Like, wait a second, you know, like yeah, tell... but it's exciting. Yeah, well, it's new. Like, I'm a very I mean, I'm very spiritual, like I said earlier, like I love the, you know, I've always kind of explored what's beyond the physical, but not necessarily ghosts or spirits, but just us and our energy, kind of like we're Montana, what Montana talks about, like I find that really fascinating, the interdimensionality and all that, but um, but so for me, this is kind of like a little aspect of that, and mm-hmm. so... It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. And that's kind of like yeah. where we got this idea to do this podcast. Well, it was Andrew's we, idea. Like, a, yeah, yeah the, the, after we came back, right? After we came back, after you we were like, back, oh, I want to do a podcast. Yeah, because I've had so many experiences growing up. I've had a lot, a lot of weird things. And then now I have this thing in common with my best friend that now she has – we've experienced this thing together Um and then it also it's it's cool for us too because it happened on on a show when we're both filmmakers we're both people so just to have that experience like working for Travel Channel and then also getting to have the ghosty experience and so we're just kind of curious to find out more things and that's kind of what our podcast is about is yeah, just kind um, of let's, going let's, out to um, places. Let's talk about your podcast a little bit. The paranormal empath. 
Yes. Um, so, what did you? Would you have a question about um, yeah, it? Yeah. For one thing, to... what's an empath? Yeah, that's fine. So yeah, so you hear on TV all the time of like the the you know New Long Island medium or like psychics or stuff like that, and that's you know that's a different aspect of it. Um, and so, um, um, I don't even probably heard the word like clairvoyant and stuff like that but there's uh different categories so people can be clairvoyant where they can see things uh, you know voyeur you know um there's clairaudient where people can hear things there's also clairsentient where you can feel things and that's where kind of the empaths kind of are in that category as well that could have you know they could have a mixture of things, but mostly is that they are very sensitive people and they can feel energies. They're, um, uh, they can kind of pick up emotions of their environment. So, uh, you know, if they're around a, if they're around a, a lot of people, they might feel overwhelmed sometimes, or they might f- take on that personality of that group or something. Um, and th- that's possibly different from their own personality. Um, they can be affected by even like astrology stuff. So like definitely like for me, I know when there's a full moon going to, it sounds so stupid. I know to like normal people, but I don't think it sounds stupid. I think well, I'm just saying, you know, normal. People, I think like, most people understand empathy, right? Yes. So, I mean, it's the same kind of thing. Like you're, if you're an, empathic person you feel other people's energy yeah and, and you're more sensitive over yeah like i don't but i don't feel spirits like andrew does i but i am sensitive to other people's energy but yeah so that in the sense is, is you know somebody who's empath empathic um but um for me i in my experience um i've grown up just caring a lot more than like, you know, like I'm like super like I care for my friends and dogs and just like, like when I see somebody hurting, like I feel sad or when you see somebody really happy, then you feel happy. It's just almost like you take on that thing. And so on on the other aspect, I feel like because your spirit's more open and, you know, things are drawn to you, um, you could possibly be sensitive to things that are not of this dimension or something Almost like you're a receiver a receiver yeah. there's some people that are emitting and i would say spirits and energy and all that but some like empaths are receivers mm-hmm. of energy yeah and a lot of empaths are also healers and stuff they're good right. with like their hands or their masseuses or their nurses and they just want to take care of people mm-hmm. um and you know or their psychologists hypersensitive mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i can't watch that's why i don't like horror films ironically i can't <laughs> watch horror films because if i see someone in pain i literally physically feel it i feel like someone like kicks me in the gut or the head or something mm-hmm. when i see someone in pain yeah, yeah. i hate it yeah, like I, I hate seeing like people get their slit, like throat slit on TV, like and stuff, or like car accidents. Or car accidents. Like I, I'll get a headache from watching mm-hmm. horror films. I have to like yeah. look away and be like, ooh. But I like thrillers. I like. Yeah, I like thrillers too. But anyway, stuff. that's, that's another <laughs> but, yeah, story. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so that's what kind of the empath, and so, um, so it's not quite psychic. I don't see things like I mean, I do, but it's not like I don't. I can't just sit and have a conversation. Like it'll be you know quick things that'll happen like i'll see a shadow person or um i've seen dead relatives that you know just oh that looks like oh that looks like uncle george and joy oh wow okay that's weird um or i've seen Mm -hmm. you know things that you know a lot of weird coincidences or um things like that and what's funny about real quick little fun fact is the first interaction i had with montana she told me right away she picked up on that 
And so, um, which I mean ties into what inspired helped, inspire which made me you. a believer of psychics because I never really had, I've never been to a psychic. Never so what did medium, she tell you? Whatever. But like, like right before we were filming everybody, the night before we got there, traveled there, checked into our hotels, we went out to dinner and I didn't know who anybody was. And so then I, I happened to sit next to Tim or Patrick. I think one of those guys, I think it was Tim. And he was talking about like evil stuff, like demonic and stuff. And I kind of was like, oh, sounds I like, was like a little. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I was kind of like, oh, OK. And then Montana's like, well, did you prepare? Do you have things to like clean yourself or like ground yourself, stuff like that? And they're talking about like, you know, the stuff to, you know, cleanse them. And I kind of got nervous because I was like, oh, boy. Um, because uh, <laughs> oh, like, yeah, I've, you know, when you just hear that, you're like, oh, OK. So this is because I didn't even really know what the show's name was either at first. Um, and then I was like, OK, well, shoot, we're here to do evil stuff. Oh, no. So I, I had all these like <laughs> things dress. going on in my head. So then after dinner, when we were paying for food, I go up to Montana and said, hi, um, I'm Andrew. I'm a production assistant. It's my first day. And I overheard you talking to Tim about this. And I was wondering how we can, you know, since we're going to be at the hospital, how do we not take any energies with us back to the hotel or anything like that? How do I like cut that off so that when we go to the hotel, um, you know, we're all alone in our hotels. I don't want to have any weird things. And she's like, oh, cool. Very cool. And then she's like, wow. And she, and she looked at me and she's kind of was looking and she's like, wow, I can really sense that you, you know, you are worried about this because you're a very strong empath. I can feel that you, you do have a gift. And I was like, whoa. And then she's like, yeah. And it's, and it's on your mom's side and your mom has it and your mom's very sensitive and it's passed down through your, your, your grandmother and she has stuff too. And I was like, holy crap. That's like right on the money. And I was like, dang, now and then that that's kind of like I had this connection with her and I was like, how did you, wow, that's so crazy. And I said, yeah. And so she was super nice and stuff, but that's when I knew I was like, oh, she's legit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but anyways, so long story short, that's kind of like what our show is about is about as exploring things, kind of diving into this topic of empaths and, and, you know, and what's, uh, beyond. what's beyond parapsychology, mm -hmm. um, you know, what's beyond all this, like why do certain people feel the this way, reality. the non-physical reality, um, and, 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 and also and, not exploring, like we're not looking for evil specifically, no, we are uh -uh. not, although we've come across it, but, um, like we're just really interested in like trying to look at it from a very neutral perspective and just be open to what is there. So almost like true investigations, mm -hmm. um, and doing it in a more natural way. Like yeah. we're not trying to provoke and like, we're trying to be me. respectful. We mm -hmm. really don't want to antagonize. Like if they don't want us there, we don't want to be there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and trying to really be like respectful and different, you know, mm -hmm. like a lot of the TV shows now, it's just like, Hey, if there's something here, then you throw me and scratch me. Yeah, and, definitely will and never say that. <laughs> whatever. I learned my lesson. Oh, um, yeah, you did. And so and so we're <laughs> going at it in a more empathetic way where we're more like empathetic to people who died there and be like, you know, we're sorry if you've died in a tragedy. Would you like to share your story? Blah, 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 blah. What happened here? Do you want to talk? Yeah. Kind of more in that sense, you know, and, and, and we've, you know, and that's kind of where our head is at right now okay. yeah um now i i will say this uh, it's actually two things uh the first is the first show i listened to it um you connected with where were you oh i can't remember where you were but you connected with the spirit who he said his name was jose that was at the um, the san, san juan mission yeah san antonio mission mm -hmm. thank you that 
was amazing. And um, oh, cool. you were using dowsing rods, or what, what, what's the other name? Divine divine um, rods, I think. Yes. Divining. Divination rods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was cool. So, yes, that was so interesting. And um, I'm going to uh, put all the videos that we take, and I'll put them all up on, on a YouTube. I'll make a YouTube for Pernal Empath so uh, we can show that part because it's so interesting to see the dowsing rods move. It really is. That's and, fun. you know, yeah. I don't know. It was like every everybody uses all these like fancy tech gear and all this stuff, but it's like for some reason I just felt like you know what? Let's try to do something more old school, the way they used to do it a long time ago. It's not invasive. It's not scary. It's just it's also cheaper, <laughs> um, and it's and 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 there's no like tech like like it's not there's no electrical stuff that could be like um you know you can't get really a false positive on your cell phone because your cell phone's too close or something you know it's just like my only thing is is questioning whether it's picking up water water Mm -hmm. which originally they were used for is to find you know you know they would the the things would cross in your hands but it is moving back and forth in the same spot a lot so that's why uh you can always ask if like if it's an intelligent energy or not it's ways to make sure so you'll know the difference and that's yeah and that's why we asked the questions in the beginning hey if if we're gonna ask you a question and the answer is yes please show us what that looks like so you establish like what that movement is and then same thing with the no you say okay well if we ask you a question and the answer is no show us what that movement looks like you remember what that is so then when you do ask those questions specifically it repeats that same movement, yes or no. And so then you're like, oh, that's so weird. Um, and, and so, so th- again, I was more skeptical, but then I got to, so I don't know if you listened to the whole episode, but when I tried it, it didn't work for me. But then I got to use them when we were at, we just did, it'll be our next episode coming up at Hot Wells, a ruin here in San Antonio. And it was like the spirit we were talking to was answering me and not Andrew. So he's like, well, here, why don't you try him? And they were super active that time. And it oh, was yeah. really, really interesting. And we felt like, like there was literally like a party of spirits still going on there at the it, ruin. It, yeah, we were getting... Because um, it used to be back in the heyday, like this big party spot for like celebrities. Yeah, it was stuff. a big. Uh, what's it called? Those they uh, were partying in the afterlife. It was a, spring, it was a hot spring. Yeah, it was a hot area, hotel, spring. spa. Okay, so um, that was kind of cool. I um, experience it. I'm going to recommend you also try using a pendulum, um, and see if okay. you can. I have a pendulum. Okay, okay, so yeah, we, uh, try, we try that. I haven't tried it though. Yeah. Yeah. Every now mm-hmm. and then, I use one and. You'll you'll be surprised. So, (laughs) all I could say is just make sure you know you're grounded and make sure like you you make it known that nothing negative is allowed in your space or anything like that. Like they're to stay away. And um, so I've never used them for spirits, but I've I've used them for myself. And I don't know who I was talking to, but I would ask it questions. Well. You know, be careful with that sometimes because sometimes it's they they call it the higher self. I just say it's your own subconscious energy and right. you can cause it to answer and all of that. But in a way, like even when using dowsing rods, whether it's a Ouija board, a pendulum, you are opening yourself up to the unknown and almost a door. So you do want to be somewhat cautious when you are just doing it just to do it it's best to have in your mind 
a clear thought. Well, sometimes it's best to have no thoughts, but then at the same time, you want to focus on what it is you need an answer for or who you want to speak to and block everyone else out, something like that. Okay, great. But um, what what have you used it for? Like, just curious, like when you do it, like, have you gone to a place or is it just personal or no, this is just for uh, personal and okay. I, um, I used it to contact my spirit guides actually. Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay, yeah. cool. So, yeah, um, I'll go down this real quick. Uh, the yeah. person who does the monthly tarot, Bonnie, she is, um, I guess you could say aware <laughs> And um, I was speaking with her one night, and for whatever reason, the one of my spirit guides, her, we we call her Pearl. She decided to say, "All right, now it's time to get this moron's attention," because apparently I'm very stubborn and closed off. So <laughs> sounds like a man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the zinger! Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. So she went to Bonnie and everything and she did something and slightly appeared but then not really because she doesn't really like communicating with anyone except for me and Mm. I saw Bonnie use a pendulum and I was like huh that looks very interesting for some reason I was just drawn to it I was like I like that I didn't know you could do that and that's when I was like I'm gonna try this and that's when I I um I got a pendulum. Actually, it was sent to me by Angie K, and I start to use it. Boy, yeah, I contacted my spirit guide. So every now and then, I'll take it out, ask a question, and <laughs> leave it at that. That's cool. Very cool. Very yeah. Interesting. I used to use mine a lot, but that's back when I was like asking all these questions about relationships, and it lied to me. <laughs> I was like done. Well, huh. but, but wonder, again, it could have been the higher self. Um, but uh, <laughs> that's true, and. Yeah. That's very cool. We'll, we'll have to try that. I'll yeah, try so that I one. definitely would recommend that. And I am going to say this as well. And I'm only saying this not because I have like a butt ton of experience in the field. Because like I said earlier, I don't go into the field. But um, mm-hmm. I've, I've spoken to enough investigators and everything. And I'm going to throw some of them your way if you would like to get them on your on your show as sure. guests. Yeah. Um, sure, that'd be great. Yeah. Um they always say when you're investigating, you do come across a person's energy or whatever. Don't ask how they died. And, you know, it's just one of those things where we don't know if it, if they're reliving events, they don't, they might not know they've actually passed away. Right. And, we do ask that a lot. Yeah. So oh, d- yeah. don't do that. <laughs> and the, I, yeah. Oops. Stop it. So, I mean, I'm not... Yeah, we're doing a lot of things incorrectly, like the other night when we went out. Like, we've been doing protections, but at the same time, we haven't been really diligent. And, like, the night that we didn't bring any, like, protection, like, that's when we, like, saw the shadow figure. And that was super scary. That was that same night when we contacted Jose. And my friend, who, she's really, like, she's got, like, a history of, like, you know, not, this is Montana, but, like, a history of witches and stuff in her family and she's like been into this stuff forever and the second I told her we were doing the show which is like just literally like a couple days ago and she got mad at me she's like you're playing with fire (laughs) she's like you need you know there's like all these I guess like old ancient like sort of boundaries like you need to say like to establish boundaries so we don't absorb any negative stuff and I'm like 
Yeah, I think we need to be a little more diligent about that. Yeah. Now, out of curiosity, well, and then, the, um, oh, I'm sorry, uh, Dorian, go ahead. Oh, you're good. I was just saying also, you know, we should also be more careful because it is a real place. Like you do have threats of real people. There's homeless people walking around or possible just people walking around at night being creepy or, or yeah, normal people. Safe. So we just need to be more safe. Maybe bring maybe another person with us. Oh, I thought you were going to say a gun. <laughs> bring a taser. Well, we have a taser, and we okay. forgot to bring it that night. But it's weird because I tend to be very like cavalier about stuff like that. And um, and just like that night was like we should bring a taser. We should bring a taser. And I was like I was finally going to bring it because I have one, but I hadn't charged it, and so it didn't. Like I was like, oh, we'll have to leave it here. But that—that's the night that I we was like, it. I really wish we would have had it. <laughs> yeah. Of course, always go with your instinct, right? <laughs> um, but just in general, yeah, we got to be safer about that. But go ahead. What was your I, question? Out of curiosity, the shadow person. Do you re- do you recall if it was dark or transparent? Completely it was com- dark, dark black, as but, if ooh. it was absorbing light. Like mm-hmm. it was like a cutout person it was that, weird that wasn't a nice one okay um <laughs> pitch, I, pitch black even yeah. by the light pitch black no yes. illumination whatsoever it, yeah that I, was a weird um, thing it was I, a weird thing i have learned that usually the ones that are dark like that eh, you want to stay away from the ones yeah. that are more transparent though they're okay you know uh-huh. no transparency but, but i mean and you should have like the second we saw him like literally like i looked up we were about to head that way back toward down the path towards the visitor center and i look up and saw him and he was like literally like his body stance was like like it was like he was just staring dead on at us uh-huh. and like challenging us uh-huh. like that was the energy yeah and you i you saw it more that first cuz i was Font like putting stuff away in my bag, and you're like, Andrew, look, somebody's there. And I looked up, like and just I was like, Oh my standing god, standing there, like creepy. Yes, like almost as if he's been standing there for a while. Like he'd been watching us, like yeah, for a while. No, that sounds about right. Um, <laughs> it it reminds me, um, a friend. He was in Mexico, and um, he was dropping his girlfriend off, and he was driving back home to his village, and um, it it's. And literally in the middle of nowhere through, uh, I guess, a type of forest or something, trees are everywhere. The energy of that place is just weird. And he was in a Jeep and he said that he remembers seeing some very dark shadow figure and it was chasing after Mm -hmm. the Jeep. And yeah, and, you know, because we're both car guys, he's like, I want to show you what some American V8 can do. And, you know, he punches (laughs) it. And but that thing kept up. It, it did not it was right there with it and <laughs> so what can happen like i mean because this is all new the shadow figure stuff is new to me like so what if it did catch up with them i mean can they can they physically interact with this I, world i think they can to a certain degree i believe it takes a lot of energy and they gather that energy of course from us and whatever is around and i think that they try to get some type of connection to you, not necessarily an attachment, but some type of connection. And mm-hmm. they will pretty much, how, how can I say it? They will show up mostly in your dreams mm-hmm. and they'll feed off of you. I think, Yeah, you know, I like can't a vampire energy vampire. Yeah. Like an energy vampire almost. But then mm-hmm. saying that, you know, 
we we don't know if they're doing that for their own survival or because they just want to do it for fun. <laughs> you know, that's how yeah. they get their kicks or anything like, you know, it's a giant question mark there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know that the darker ones, they can be a bit nasty. I'll say that. It, yeah. yeah. And it felt like it was just trying to mess with us too. And which was weird because like you said, we did that protection bubble right when we got there. Um, and it almost was like, it, it seems so cheesy, but like to us, it felt like that bubble was around us because it couldn't get that close to us. Like it tried and it just could not get through this like invisible bubble that we put on ourselves yeah. and almost kind of seemed like because when we he kind of was standing there, we noticed it. We were what we walked like to the left because we were like okay let's let's walk this way and then he moved left almost parallel to us but he didn't continue going forward he just kind of like stayed like parallel to what we were doing and we're like okay why is he falling why is he doing this and then it was mirroring our movements. mirroring our movements and then um i kind of said loudly you got your taser right (laughs) (laughs) just in case it was like a normal person and then we kind of walked like kind of back towards like i guess a grassy area and then it kind of stopped and walked back towards my car yeah walked past his car which is when we like basically fast walked to the car to get in and then it walked towards us walked back that way then it came back towards us and then we kind of follow around but there's street lights there's like the visitor center like led screen that's there that's kind of showing graphics and i tell you it walked by all that and it was still pitch black it did not there's no light that bounced off of it it was really weird so weird you know what now i'm wondering if that was actually some type of guardian no, you don't I don't think so? think so. No, because the energy was super menacing. Mm-hmm. And this, this is the other really weird thing about that. And I can't remember how much of this we put in the episode or the, the podcast. But um, so when we got into the car, then I texted my boyfriend and I was like, oh, my God, told him what happened. And he said he was lying in bed and he looked up at the um, at the ceiling fan. And all of a sudden he got an image. And so he drew it because he's an artist. And so he drew it and he sent us a picture, but he sent us the second version. And in the first version that he drew, and I can't remember why he didn't send me that one, but he said that he saw the guy in a ball cap and Andrew said he looked like he had a ball cap on too. Um, but that he, his impression was that he was trying to basically like terrorize us. Okay. Yeah. All right. And that's the energy that we got. Yeah. No, we felt like he was trying all to right. well, not hurt us, but, but, definitely, scare, but definitely scare us. Yeah. Well, now, you know, stay away from them. <laughs> But um, <laughs> no, but the uh, the energy shield bubble that's brilliant because it's almost a mind over mentality type of thing, you know. It's, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm probably going to get hate mail, and if I do, send it to Niema always. <laughs> um, you know, it's almost like religious objects. I, I very much doubt you know cross does anything. Um, but the belief is what matters. it's the belief, you know, people put so much uh-huh. belief and so much energy into it. It becomes a tool of protection or a weapon against the darkness or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And I think that you guys put so much energy and belief into like, no, we're going to be protected. Mm-hmm. Th- it's not crossing this line. Mm-hmm. And it happened. Well, let's just remember, I wasn't burned in Yorktown. <laughs> That's true. So this, we stepped 
outside my circle. <laughs> this time I listened and I joined your bubble. He, he, so. asked, he asked for it this time. He's like, don't forget to pray. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so good. You've learned. Yes, I did learn. <laughs> that yeah, is funny. Um, okay, so are you guys going to be investigators as well as podcasters and filmmakers. Yeah, and... We are already investigating, right? Yeah. So, yeah, we are. I'd um, say we're all of that. We're all of that. Um, but I wouldn't say we're total experts. No, oh, definitely no, not. No, definitely experts. not. We're not saying that. No, we're coming at it from the angle is we're just we're trying to learn and educate ourselves from an objective perspective as much as anyone can have an objective perspective. But again, me coming at it from like you know, I mean, I 100% believe and have experienced myself personally that there's more to this life than just the physical form. Um, I don't like to use the word God, but I think that we're, I mean, obviously science has proven we're all energy, right? So, um, and that there's no time and space and there's all these, like, there's tons of, you know, theoretical science about it. And so I'm really fascinated by all of that, mm-hmm. you know, and so, but I'm definitely more, more a just, you know, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm putting my opinions onto these spirit stuff. Cause I don't know. I don't know what it is. Well, same thing. And, and even though I've had a lot of experiences too, with t- like different things and just, I've had a lot of weird things we can do on another episode. We can do different stories that I've had, but, um, it's, I still go on it like at a clear slate. Like I'm not going in there being like, okay, something's haunted here. Definitely. We'll, we'll just go and, and, you know, it's we actually like the story of a place. So like, oh, this the history, like the history of the place. And we kind of like that as well. Like we both love like, you know, stories and characters yeah, I'm and a stuff. Story, I'm a writer. I'm yeah. a storyteller. And so if they have a really cool, interesting story like that Hot Wells place, it was a you know place that celebrities would go and hang out. And it was hot springs and it was in the early 1900s. And, Back you know, San Antonio was actually like really on the map. For yeah. Film. And, and they'd have a bunch of and then it burned down like two or three times over the years. Mm-hmm. And then it's now it's ruins. And so we thought that'd be kind of an interesting place to go check out. And so on our next episode, that's what we went to go do. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just those are kind of things. So it's kind of mixing all those things together where our curiosity, our education, and then also just finding interesting places to go visit um, and, and see. And we'll and, see and what we find, see you know, we find like and... we weren't intending to find anything dark when we went to the um, mission. Mm-mm. In fact, what the research turned up is that it was usually really positive spirits. And, and um, so the shadow figure was really surprising to me. That's true. Yeah. Cause you were, you were telling, we read the story that the, the pastor or priest that would go there actually wanted it to be a place of peace and, yeah. and comfort and good living. And so after we talked to Jose, it was like, oh, that's cool. It was kind of interesting. And Jose was cool. Yeah. He was chill. And then he backed off when that thing came. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> when Jose leaves, you go too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So we definitely want to do more investigating, and it would be great if we could collab with more people out there. You yeah. know, and, and, and you know stuff what? I'm going to introduce you to Bonnie. She does um, investigations. All She's in Texas. Um, she is in – Okay. I, oh, I, I probably shouldn't say where she is actually, but she is in Texas. Okay. <laughs> well, do you have an do you have an area like North Texas, South Texas? Because Texas is huge. So. Yeah, I, I know. Um <laughs> All I can say is she's in Texas. 
<laughs> okay, that's but, fine. Yeah, off, the you, off the show, you can tell us. Yeah, um, but, but yeah, yeah so. we would love that. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and, and we, we don't we don't have. So yeah, she she you know she'll show you the ropes and everything. It'll be really cool. You you guys will like her. Um, if you actually want to check her out, she's been on live sci-fi good group a uh, good bunch of okay. times. Oh okay, so she knows all those guys too. Yeah, she knows everyone. Um, awesome. Huh? So we are gonna start wrapping it up. My God, time flew. After all know, the issues right? we had too, like you guys, it, it we started late. Because uh, someone, well, <laughs> no, I, I won't put it on you, Dorian. We, we, we just, <laughs> we just we had a lot of tech issues. issues. Yeah. So. Well, I'm not on my computer. I'm on your computer. Can yeah, that was the problem. We ended up using a different computer. <laughs> yeah. And an ice cream truck came by. So. And an ice cream and an ice cream truck. truck. Yeah. We should have gotten some ice cream at least out of the I deal. Know. Nah, no, no, no ice cream for me. I'm on that diet for New Year's. Oh, uh-huh. good. I know. We're not. I'm still. I'm like addicted to Coca-Cola ices right now. So that's happening. Oh. I, have, I have a Snickers here. I'm going to eat after uh, well, I freak it off. You know, <laughs> it's I'm, the regular. I'm, I'm happy for you guys. I I just like I have some turkey. I guess that works, right? <laughs> that's good. That's a good start. Low fat meat. There you go. If we could figure out a way to use the paranormal to lose weight, that Ooh, could be interesting. Well, interesting. you can make deals. <laughs> don't say that no. i'm just saying it, crossroads right uh, it's true like in all seriousness it is true you can make deals um but since you mentioned the crossroads i have to say this real quick um so everyone or most people know that the crossroads became famous because of the musician who went there at midnight made a deal with the devil i was just gonna tell you yeah um, yeah. But it turns out that uh, it might be more true to that than we actually think, uh, because in Voodoo Origins, Papa Legba hangs out at the crossroads, and he's at all crossroads, and if you need guidance or help or anything, you are to go to the crossroads and ask him for help and guidance, and he will help you, and mm. you, know, you got to go from there. He's also the gatekeeper, <laughs> Interesting. too. So that's interesting. Well, what I was going to tell you is I just wrote an article. Oh, I mean, I think it was on bars or whatever, but, um, check out bar. I think it's four one four at the Gunther hotel, which is notoriously haunted. And they have a bar there that I'm trying to remember the name of. He's like an old musician. And, um, he wrote like a bunch of his music in one of the rooms there. And I think one of his songs is about like the crossroads and all that. And uh-huh. a lot of people think he got, he did that and traded his soul for his pain. That's right. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I don't remember, but I remember hearing that As a story. black guy. Mm-hmm. What? Is it uh, Robert Johnson? Yes, yes, Robert. Yeah. Yeah. The original crossroads. Yeah, that's yeah, who... that was here. Yeah. yeah, that was here in San Antonio, dude. Right. Like he wrote that he wrote like some music. Interesting. Here, yeah. See, I saw the first time I saw the Crossroads thing was in Supernatural, the TV show. Oh yeah, awesome and then, show. Yes, Great which show. is so cool. And so I was like, oh, that's interesting. And they did that deal, and then I think Papa Legba's in American Horror Story, where they they do that and they they make deals, and he, t- you know, but obviously it's a more fictional mm-hmm. version of it, but it's still kind of freaky. <laughs> well, another side note to, for those who are fans of Supernatural, um, what's his name about with the names? Uh, the shorter guy? Dean. Yeah, Dean. Oh, well, what's his real name? Uh, Jensen, I yeah. guess. Yeah. No, so the actor. No, no, no. I thought, up, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Jared's Jensen, the tall one, yeah. right? 
Jared's yeah. a tall one, yeah. yeah. Moose and But squirrel. Jensen owns a brewery. He owns a brewery up in Austin. Mm-hmm. Him and, him and cool. Jared are there a lot about now. about that, too. Like yeah, that. and I'm like, I need to go. <laughs> I don't even like beer. Well, Jared Padalecki's from San Antonio originally. And, no, really? And I think. And um, he, his wife owns a business. Oh, interesting. Or did. Oh, you're right. Like a bakery, right? Like a bakery I or did wedding know about something. That. Wedding something. Sorry, we're getting way off topic. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> Anyways, it's fine. They're from I've Texas. Liked... They're cool. Yeah. No, it's fine. I'm a huge <laughs> fan of uh, get... Supernatural, so. If you ever get over to Texas, we'll have to go on a little tour then. Oh, definitely. So, okay, and I think this is a good place to end it, but before that, where can we find and listen to The Paranormal Empath? Oh, cool, thank you. Yeah, so if you guys are interested in listening to us, we are on all major podcast apps, so like Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, um, iHeart, yeah, Apple Podcasts iTunes yeah oh, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that we're on that um, and then soon to be YouTube as well um, but yeah definitely Spotify Apple iTunes podcast Google and it's the, um, paranormal. It's the paranormal empath um, and it has a little animation picture on it and um, we're gonna upload uh, two more I think we're gonna do two, two more, more episodes, episodes for the season, for the season uh, pretty soon one with one and yeah, oh, you yeah. want to tell them? Yeah. Okay, so for our season finale, we have we have guest guest star Montana, guest star Montana, who came on our show. Um, so that's going to be exciting. So if you guys want to hear about um, our chat with Montana from It Feels Evil, it was that'll, a fun episode. Yeah, it'll be fun. That'll be our season finale. So that'll be up next, I think, on the thirteenth. And you get to find out a little more behind the scenes of what happened to her that got cut or not included in the show. Exactly. She told us stuff that impacted her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. But uh, yeah, so you can find us there. And then we're on Instagram at, at The Permanent Empath um, and, and our Facebook page, The Paranormal Empath. So. And check out the photo of the um, of the uh, ghost nun on the Facebook page. And Instagram, I believe. And so Instagram. yeah, you guys can comment on there. And, and we'll send you some more stuff too, by the way, after we get off. All right. Right mm-hmm. on. And thank you guys for coming on. Well, th- I really, really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Thank oh, you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having us. What a and blast. We'll be back anytime you want. Just let us know. Also, guys, remember to follow Unexplained Possibilities on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and Instagram. With that said, remember, guys, there are things that go bump in the night. Go ahead and tell them I. Bye, everybody. <laughs>